0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Yellow Home Podcast. Music's greatest songs. Greatest songs. Worth covering. Original classic hitmakers.
1: Now to talk about this band in the next uh, three to six minutes because I'm gorgeously blessed in that um, Pulse95 allows me to set my own time in terms of talking about bands, especially when there's such great as this and it's the same when we bring live artists here. We're allowed free reign and it's really, really lovely. But honestly, I can only scrape the surface of a what this band achieved in their career span and be the members of the band of which there are quite a few and a very famous lead singer that had a very famous ending uh, and he's no longer with us. There are parts, I'm not gonna lie, that I'm gonna dip through gently um, because actually the controversial life of the lead singer is something that will have been talked a lot about over the years. Um, Did I know all of the details? No, did I know what happened to him? Kind of, Um, but actually when when you understand what he went through as a child you then understand the ending and I think it defined the band uh, from all the research I've done purely because he was one of the main songwriters so as a result all those feelings those emotions the person that he was were channeled through the music that the band then did and then ultimately came to the ending that it did so let's talk about Linkin Park American rock band they're from California and the band's current lineup um, is Mike Shinoda. Shinoda, who, legendary. Yeah, and also uh, one of the main songwriters of the mm. band, along with Chester Bennington, um, who we no longer have. The lead guitarist, Brad Delson. You've got a bassist, Dave Farrell. And you've got a DJ and turntableist John Hahn. Am I saying that right? Joe yeah, Hahn? John Hahn. Yeah. Uh, the drummer is Rob Borden. They're all founding members, those guys. You've got vocalists from Mark Wayfield and, of course, Chester Bennington. Uh, massive, massive. So ca- characterize these guys as as alternative rock that was the start and that was their early kind of music they were alternative rock and then um, then it went into heavy metal and hip-hop and that was the thing that obviously defines them for someone like Big Hass who sits there as a hip-hop guru um, and and is able to go yeah but fam (laughs) as you do fam that was massive you know they took these two genres Mm. in a modern way they fused it together and they fused the fans together which is something that you obviously got very excited about but what they later transitioned into was electronica and pop influenced music so they really kind of ran the gauntlet and i love bands like that because there's there are a few of them around and what they do is they they do their journey they take their journey and i think if you stay in one lane it's probably and maybe that's when bands blow up. That didn't happen here. The band didn't blow up. The lead singer did, but there are reasons for that. So they were founded in 1996, rose to international fame with their debut album, The Hybrid Theory, Ooh. from 2000. Goosebumps. Which was, yeah, certified diamond um, and just, just massive, massive. Um, and it was released during the peak of new metal scene. So the album singles... New metal scene, wow. Uh, yeah, 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 you're remembering all this. Mm. Um, so One Step Closer, yeah. you've got Crawling, oh, wow. and In the End. Those mm. are the ones. And In the End is a proper, it defines the band's signature tune. It is. Uh, and that's the one I'm going to play. It's what you're hearing underneath me now. Um, when you do listen to it, listen to the words, because once yeah. you understand what happened to Chester, you'll understand what the song is about. Another thing with Crawling, it's another song um, that I, I not playing this afternoon. When you listen to the words of Crawling, Chester um, said several times that... Um, he only ever says I through crawling never you he's never accusatory and the reason he says I is because what he learned to do is be responsible for how he feels and he said I mean he was he really suffered from depression um and addiction throughout his life but depression was a main thing and he said he came to realize that it was him making himself depressed he was choosing
0: fact, to feel yeah. like that yeah.
1: um, and that when he chose not to and when he chose not to go down the poor me that was his words by the way the poor me wormhole he was better when he went down the poor me wormhole uh, then it all went mm. you know went off kilter Um so they've had a big variation on musical types. Their fourth album, A Thousand Suns, uh, layered music, lots of electronic sounds and their fifth album, Living Things, sort of had all sorts of musical elements um, and that's what they kept doing. They kept because um, their sixth went they went back to heavier rock and that's mm. what they did they just did the journey um, they've won two Grammy Awards six American Music Awards two Billboard Music Awards four MTV Video Music Awards interesting ten MTV Europe Music Awards, Mm. three World Music Awards, Mm. uh, and in 2003, MTV2 named Linkin Park the sixth greatest band of the music video era and the third best of the new millennium. Um,
0: Yeah, that that's nice to see. I mean, to hear that put uh, the stats together, Linkin Park has been able to cross borders, like in terms of like I was a kid in Saudi Arabia listening to them. So So they they were able definitely definitely to cross borders that way because of the passion of Chester. And because of the coolness of Shinoda, uh, how how the beats were. It wasn't strictly rock, and it wasn't, of course, hip-hop. It was like that merge between both, but in a a, a very fantastic, incredible way. Because, uh, obviously, there's many bands that tried it before. What people don't understand is, like, hip-hop, hip-hop came from rock as well. There's a lot of rock. Yeah. So so people who are hip-hop artists loved and appreciated Link Apart. Right. They didn't say... You know, we were not that's connecting not with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because again, Shinoda and he goes on live right now after he lost Chester and they don't do music anymore like as before. Mm. And he goes on and speaks about it. Like yeah. he's really cool and connects with the people and gives a chance he's a hip hop head. Yeah. He loves hip hop.
1: And so that's what they said. So so and, and bearing in mind, you know, I'm not coming at this from a place of having been a massive fan. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the information that I'm giving you now I had to research. Um Hass is. Hass is a fan, so that was really nice to hear that. And then that's hitting home with some of the research I've done. Listening to Chester Bennington um, and Shinoda talk, um, what they're saying is that Shinoda was much more uh, kind of hip hop, and his delivery is a mm. bit more spitting. Yeah, he was rapping. Uh, right, mm. right. Um, and when I I said spitting the other day in front of my kids, and spitting. they went, oh, "You can't say spitting, mono." No, I'm I proud went, "No, no, you. no,
0: <laughs> no, no, no."
1: I was like, "Sorry, kids, you need to get with the program here. Do you not know what spitting?" I fully went for it. So I was, having, I was having a proud mum moment. Oh man, yeah, that's, like, no, that's, that's a cool mum right there. This rapping, when I hear guys, like a mum
0: say, "Yo, you're, you're hurting my son spitting," <laughs> <laughs> and then the British people would be like, "Spit who? What's happening there?"
1: Yes, who are you spitting on? <laughs> Don't spit. You know, it's one of those. And I had to say, "No, no, no, I'm not. It's not I'm not talking about the rude kind of spit. I'm talking about rapping." Uh, <laughs> Thank uh, you very much. Um, and uh, so, yeah, Shinoda was the one who used to come at it from the spitting <laughs> yeah. place. Uh, Chester Bennington used to sing it. He was a bit more vocalised. So let's just quickly touch on Chester Charles Bennington. Uh, we lost him in 2017, July the 20th. He was found, he was in a hotel in LA, um, and he just had enough, is the best way to describe it. Uh, his childhood is is literally uh, a lineup of what not to do with a child. Um, his cool. mother was a nurse, his father was a police officer, but his police officer did awful cases, uh, concentrated, and that was his department's, On children, Um, and I think probably what Chester was exposed to—nothing. His father wasn't bad to him. It's just that he probably was aware. Yeah. (sighs) So there was that. But there was also a nasty friend that Mm. played a very large role. So from the age of seven to thirteen, you know, Chester um, was was having a terrible, terrible time. It was then revealed that he'd been having uh, a terrible time, but by then he was thirteen years old. The damage has been done. Damage has been done. His parents um, divorced when he was 11 that mm. also really affected him and combined with the family friend and the divorce there was a little boy in there that just couldn't cope um, so wow. so very yeah very rough rough childhood yeah. um, and that's where his depression came from mm. and that's when he started leaning on things that obviously he was exposed to because it was the rock world they actually had a job at a burger joint one of the one of the big ones you know wow. there's two major ones that we all know really? of yeah and he worked there wow. uh, and then one day um, someone got him a, an ordeal Mm. with this band. I miss um, those days. <clears throat> yeah.
0: I miss the days where you can get an audition. Got an audition. That yeah, doesn't happen yeah. now. Like, you just DM me your music, man. Like, what's wrong with, like, audition,
1: the go. Audition? You're so right. That doesn't <laughs> happen, does it, now? So, yeah. it, there was a band, this, is, this band was called Zero, and he was like, yeah, 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 okay. So, he went and he had this audition with Zero, Zero was LinkedIn Park. Uh, Sorry, Lincoln Park. I keep saying LinkedIn. I'm yeah. so Link, LinkedIn, yeah. <laughs> LinkedIn no, no, no. Park. You're not the first
0: one. Billy Miller, people oh, go.
1: Yeah. Y- 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 so, Lincoln Park, that was them. Uh, they changed mm. their name immediately. They then signed, uh, they got a record deal a couple of years later. But for a while, Shinoda and Chester... Um, Bennington, we were slogging away. They wrote some great music, though. Together, they had this. Yeah, powerhouse. Yeah, they were powerhouses. Mm. Kind of came at things from different angles. Oh yeah. yeah. But powerhouses, mm. and that's what you got. This is you got this kind of anger. But Chester was was the um, obviously he's the lead singer, but also he was responsible for quite a few. Lyric packages mm. of the music, and as a result, you've got these songs like Crawling, yeah. you've got these songs like In the End.
0: I really appreciate everything you're saying because, like, you know, for me, uh, and I just want to take the opportunity to say here Chester was telling us, the people, the fans, what he was going through. Some of us listened, some of us didn't, yeah. and at the end, you know, obviously, at the end, you know, um, you know, something happened. So, sometimes, if you want to learn anything from that, listen to your friends. Listen to what they're saying. Like, just call them. Say how you really doing. Not like how you doing. Like how you. What's up? Tell me. Yeah. And that's all. Chester needed, by the way.
1: But but from the sounds of his life, I mean, he was in and out of getting better, then needing to go back to to hospital, then getting better, then. Mm. And he absolutely knew that he was better when he wasn't trying to lean on something, Um. you know, something very tangible he was better on his own but it would always whatever his thoughts were would always lead him back to a place where he felt he just needed help wow, yeah. and that's and that's what kept happening um, doesn't sound like there's a lot of anger from the band you know sometimes when I've done these stories about mm-hmm, bands mm-hmm. you hear that the band were furious because this one person is holding things up you, you don't get I didn't get that vibe at all from the no, research yeah, yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah. Shinoda loved him you know oh, they, yeah, yeah. they were pat-
0: now you yeah. know every time he goes on there's a tear right uh, there was one time Shinoda was performing and all he had had to do is play the keys for crowd they don't perform anymore I don't know if if that's a fact but they haven't performed yeah uh, because they can't even play the song like it's crazy without Chester was monumental in Linkin Park Right. and you know you can never have Lincoln Park without Chester so they don't even continue I think they're not even doing music right See, now I
1: haven't even got to that but I don't know mm. I'm going to research that for yeah, you and yeah. I'll come back later yeah please um, what, they, what, what they did find is that so this is very interesting as well so he actually had two wives um, and he got divorced and I think that impacted him because remember he was so scarred by the divorce of his own parents that he mm. then got divorced and he had a child with the first wife he then had three with the next one so uh, when he left he left four children wow um, yeah yeah twins two girls um, were very young so those poor kids are also going to be fighting that Um, let's talk about the song in the end that i'm going to play so um, this is the eighth track on their debut album so it's from hybrid theory which is 2000 um, released as the as the second single one of the most recognizable and signature songs um, and got just massive reviews. Music critics everywhere absolutely loved it, said it was co- compelling. Mm. Um, there's a signature piano riff in the middle. So mm. we're going to listen for that. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, this one right here, you know, yeah, goose Goosebumps. Look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: yeah. it's a Nirvana moment. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. True. Um, So you're gonna—they did all sorts of uh, crazy, cool stuff with it. Um, It was—it was released on CD because it was that era. But it had part one and it had part two, and the the tracks differed and they have different colors. So if you bought part one, it was yellow, and if you got part two, it was red. And there was a DVD version of in the end that was released, and that had an audio version of 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 crawling on it as well. And they did all these kind of cool, um, you know, mixes of it themselves. Mm. Um, And then there was another mix done. Later on, where they changed the lyrics and had someone else um, sing it too, so lots of things going on. And the music video obviously won awards, um, and it got a billion views on YouTube as of July 2020. Wow. This video has been watched a billion really? times. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. so. Now you get a sense of what's going on with this amazing song. Ranked number 84 in the list of 100 greatest songs of the noughties. That's what they say. It's also ranked number two by Loudwire on the list of the top 21st century hard rock songs. And then you've got a list of magazines. Do you you remember Kerrang and Stylus and NME? All of them are like, it goes in the the top 100. One of them said it's the number one. So it's another slab of of, of various things. Rap rock um, from, yeah. So let's listen to it, okay? Let's listen to this song. And please understand that the lead singer um, literally is bearing his soul through this song. And, uh, and the listen to the piano and listen to the two singers who are best buddies and uh, Shinoda will always miss Chester. It's the Music Greats on Yaloham.
0: Wow. It starts with one. one. Multiplies till you can taste the sun. And by the sky you try to take it from. But if it falls, there's no place to run. Crumbling down, it's, it's so unreal. They're dealing you in to determine your end. Again the places you've been and bending your will till it breaks you within and still they fill their eyes with the twilight through the skylight and the highlights on a frame of steel. See the brightness of your likeness as I write this on a pad with the way. I feel in the screaming in my dreaming as it seeming that
1: you played your part like your heartless. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 5 pm.